Let's connect. This is Network Radio. I'd like to introduce the bootcamp general. His name is Luanda Chafta. He's a maverick, crazy, but super, super smart, and doesn't want doesn't want to sound like that. In fact, yeah, before Kumi Sanbonani. Hello. Nijani. I'm a little room lena. Yo, not same mobin. Already last hour yes on to December. So we're here to discuss um the Browns and Stockfell and how we're turning it into a cooperative bank. The first thing we need to address is that we sit in an economy that we're digging for scraps for. We sit in an economy where we're the majority and we have no say in this economy. We own 3% of the entire economy, as 90% of the population. The first thing we need to address is how do we fix this, right? The first video you watched, Orania Bank has 1,000 members and they've raised over 100 million. Like, stop for two seconds and think about that, right? This is the state that says it wants to run itself within the confines of South Africa. You gotta love that. And we, we I'm not even gonna talk about 50 million black people in South Africa. I'm gonna talk just about the Brown Sense group. There's 130,000 of us. Who's from the Brown Sense? Who's on the Brown Sense group? Who hasn't seen the calculator post? Do you know what the calculator post is? It's where everyone comes together and somebody's sitting on their laptop, they're going, or their phone, they're going, shit, there's 130,000 people. Imagine if all of us put in 100 rand and then we started something that funded black businesses, right? And then they all fizz away, right? Because we need to get past the story. We need to get into the action, right? And this is what the Brownson Stockfell is about. This is what TPF is about. And I'm here to explain how the Brownson Stockfell works and how it's going to work for the next five years, right? So the starting point is here. Itli Pacho. Can everyone say it with me? Itli Pacho. Like, like, man kazat and you're going to go out drinking, right? Where did you start? As keeper matli Pacho, right? When you want a meal, the, the, the note you take out of your pocket, right? And we're saying could build black businesses. How? Right? Each one of us in this room and on the Brown Sand Stockfeller can take out 100 Rand a month. That's it. That's it. 100 Rand a month. Right? Then we take that money. Right? Nimbonile Mosbonga about his Wi-Fi project, right? We take that money, we look at the six campaigns that are on the platform, right? And we buy the assets, right? We enable an entrepreneur to execute on their job, right? Those assets are equally owned by the stock fell. So now we saw only Wi-Fi access point, now we saw only Beehive, now we only Stimela Craft Beer, now we saw only Yamaveji, a veggie delivery system, now we saw only Diabeto, the drink with the lowest sugar content. We've just found a concentrate juice that was tested by the Diabetic Association of South Africa to have one of the lowest sugar content in the country. One in 10 people in South Africa suffer from diabetes. We're solving the problems that matter, right? And we can't, I don't have to ask anyone here about solving the Wi-Fi problem, right? 
And then what these businesses then do is saying, thank you for giving me an asset. Please give, I'll give you a return. Right? So uh, you bought me an access point for 1,500 rand. I'm going to give you 100 rand per month for the next 24 months. Does that make sense? Makes sense, right? Can you nod louder? <laughs> right? And then what we do with the returns is we don't go spend them in December as part of the 49 billion stock fell market in South Africa. We capitalize it. And we say, we're going to create a bank within the next five years that's equally owned by all the members of the stock fell. And what will this bank do? It will fund black businesses. Why a cooperative bank? Right? Um, we, 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 we could have had multiple options to starting a bank. We could have had a mutual bank. Uh, and, and various other things, right? The first thing, the first thing is that this is arguably the most important for us, equal ownership. Things fall apart because we have never had power. So the first thing that happens when we taste a bit of power is we get selfish and greedy, right? So the first thing is equal ownership. This is an objective. This is not for us. It's for the three generations to come after us, right? The previous generation fought for political freedom. Our war, that's why I call the boot camp general, is economic, right? That is our war. Secondly, the objectives are always democratically decided. We vote as owners of the cooperative bank where we are going with this bank, right? So we're just planting the seeds because, as Lebu said, we like to be doers, right? We're action-orientated, and somebody needed to start this. It's not ours. We're just the initiators, right? And this third point is probably the most important, right? Um, who's got a credit card? Who's got a car that they're financing? You financing? No. Anyone financing? Do you remember the interest you're paying on your car? 11.2, right? Credit card guys, do you remember the interest you're paying? Because you're paying probably 17%, right? Why this is the most important thing is that it creates a, a beautiful equilibrium. We are both the investors of the bank, so we want to extract the maximum value from it, but we're also the customers. So we want the best prices, right? So Adam Smith's hand of the economy, was talking shit about the economy, sorry about the language, but it was actually talking about this a self-regulating pricing system. Because you're the customer and the investor, you want your best price as a customer and your maximum return as an investor. So the committee decides how we price this so that it's best for the customer and also best for the investor. Is this making sense? So often when we think of a 60% poverty rate, most people don't realize this, 60% of black people live on less than 900 rand a month in this country, right? What's the first thing you think about when you think about poverty? What should be the first thing you think about when you think about poverty? Everyone says food, right? And that's why we end up creating fellas a macrosar. But the first thing we should be thinking about when we think about poverty is uneducated and unskilled. Those two go hand in hand, right? So we applaud the government for creating free education for the students. 
but that doesn't uh, absorb this 60% poverty rate. The philosophy of the bank is to solve the black problem, right? The first thing we need to do is absorb unskilled labor. The bank will be financing agricultural projects, infrastructure, construction, manufacturing, and distribution. And all of this will be underpinned by services. I want to touch on this distribution a little bit, right? I saw a post recently, somebody talking about how Morefire is not serious about their brand because they are not in garages and pick and pay. I think this is your mother's house. Like, you think getting into these distribution channels is, is pop and place. Do you think that stuff happens by accident, right? So it's a, it, it, it's, it's a cut before the wheel thing. You need to prove sales, right? Before pick and pay will say, okay, I'll look at you. You've got the volumes that prove it. Then you also pay rental for your shelf space, right? Right? How can you prove sales before you have a distribution channel? There's only one way, and we don't use it. Buy online. And that's what we're trying to change with the Brown Sense stock fail, where we start being comfortable with transacting online and with the People's Fund, where there's a reward to transacting online. Because we're going to have to build this through services. Native Norsi runs a beekeeping bee company. They do, they, people don't realize this, but honey is, or bees are the number one pollinators of food in the world. So for every four spoons of food you put in your mouth, one of them say thank you to the bees. That's how important bees are, right? They pollinate our agriculture. But what we've done is we've created an online platform for her so that people who want their honey can have that distributed directly. So we've covered agriculture and distribution in the same, same line. We need to get here. You started here, and then in five years' time, we build the support structures for these services to exist, and we own the value chain. Am I making sense, guys? And the products of the bank. So primarily what we'll be doing, first stage, is business lending, the cooperative bank. Hey, legally, I'm supposed to say cooperative bank every time I say bank. I don't want to get into trouble. Um, this is our income generator. We loan out money to businesses, and then the businesses pay us an interest, right? That's primarily how it works. Then personal and business savings will be our capital generator. That's how we'll generate our capital after we've capitalized over the next five years to start the bank. Because in order to start a bank, you need 200 members, and you need a million in capital. Brownson Stockfeller in its first three months has raised over 200,000, and we have over 2,000 members, right? So we're almost there, right? We've organized this. We've made this happen. Us, us. When I say us, I'm not talking about myself and the team I work with. Us, right? But there's something far more important. We can't do this on our own. I'm not even close to being able to do it on our own. This night, more than calling you to come put in a clipper, is about calling a team of people who are going to help us do this. Right? These are the committees we think need to be covered. Right? So let's start and dissect each one of them. We were helped by somebody who has a very strong banking, banking background around how we structure this thing. Right? The initial committees. First, it's risk. Right? 
a risk committee that will handle credit, liquidity. So we said asset liquidity. What this means is actually reposition. But like, assets win. So we used asset liquidity so that it's comfortable to digest, right? Business banking is lending, right? Personal banking is savings. Ha, ah, my favorite part, the technology. How do we build a platform that people can transact on and also the card system? I want to say something a little about the card system. So we all know we were here because of that man over there. He likes to play in the shadows. Um, Zuzugile Sony, right? Um, from Brown Sense, right? And we've got a monthly stock, uh, monthly market called the Brown Sense market, right? That happens in Midrand and in Cape Town, right? One of the things we're going to be introducing at the Brown Sense market, right? This is top secret, um, is a card system, right? Where you, it's a cardless system. And basically how it works is you get to the brown sense market and all you do is you would have deposited your money and you use your card on the merchants. That's where we're going to pilot it. But the bigger dream, what's the bigger dream? The bigger dream is th these cards will only work on brownie verified businesses, right? These cards will only work on brownie verified businesses, right? And each brownie will have a sticker in the front of their shop that says I'm a brownie verified with a flipping fist and stuff you. Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's the dream of the bank. Um, for anyone looking to be part of these committees, arguably the most important, but this one we figure out as we go, is client experiences. So how does a customer feel when they come into the bank, whether digitally or whatever, and how do we execute on that? There's an email you can email. Please save this email. You can email it for your personal capacity if you've worked in the banking industry, or if you know somebody who should be giving us an email because they know how to do this better than we do. We are entrepreneurs. We are cowboys. We are the guys who dig the furrows and dig for gold in the beginning, but other people build the flipping economy. Right? Um, bank at brownsense.co.za. Please save that email address. Email us, CV, historical background of what you've done, and then let's start a committee. Oh, this room went quiet. Let's start a committee. <laughs> um, um, I don't know if we've covered everything, and I'm just going to ask Teppo to come up here. He's the one who actually helped us from Stockfeller who's got the background in banking, to join me. And Mzu, please, if you're not too far. So for any question and answers, the next short while is for question and answers. We've got 15 minutes for it. We've got a, quite a chock block night. So um, questions to the floor, you know. There's, there's a hand. We're coming for everything. Wait, can I get my cap here? So that hand that just went out is Banele Reo. Uh, and he runs a brand, trademarked, and it says we're coming for everything. Right? So you might have seen the diaries on the Brown Sense group. The caps are coming online as well. Uh, we've struck a partnership. Uh, you can find these things on Brown Sense online. And the nice thing is uh, when you're in a boardroom and you open that little journal, right? And you're sitting there and it's got it, time. Oh. And, and you're sitting there and it's got that we coming for everything signage, right? Like the other person sitting that sign in procurement, 90% of the time is black. They look at that and they go, ah, we're coming for everything. Get the journals, 200 rand on the website. Sambanani, Reo. I love the concept, I support it. Um, but I've always been about this kind of, these kind of things. And uh, it, it, is, it, it does sound futuristic and it does sound like something that we need. And I'm really down for it. However, I have a question. Um, these, uh, 
for a corporate bank, a cooperative bank, I don't know how it works, but um, if you think Animal Farm, you know, we started 130,000 faceless people, and then we're going to have to then select a committee that's going to count, and then there's going to be like a president that runs the fund, and if you touch like one billion, uh, man, there's going to be like a bit of greed there. How do we how do you control that? I mean, it's great to say that I own a bank, but someone is going to be taking decisions, final decisions, because we can vote, and then there's going to be probably like faction that wants that thing, and the other was there. How do you control that? That's a flippant beautiful question. So, like we said, the first, the first level is we don't have all of the answers right now, but we have an inclination of where we want to go from a technology perspective. Right? Some of you might have known of the technology called blockchain. And blockchain is basically an idea that you can create systems that self-govern by allowing decisions to be made. Uh, uh, you build them into the system, and then those decisions are not owned by human beings. They're owned by the system. So the long-term objective would have a blockchain system that allows us to govern via the first objective. Are we offering banking to agriculture, distribution, and that sort of thing, and then move forward from there? We, we are vehemently against uh, concentration of power. That is the entire mission of this platform, is that try limit the concentration of power, and that's why we're calling this committee, because we've been running for this for seven months, and we need other people to come participate. Does that answer you? Okay, my question is with the assets that we are buying, borrowing. I think I'm going to call it borrowing. Um, I think in a year or two, Brownsense might be the biggest investor into these assets. What stops us from buying the assets, actually? Like, have a share in the, in the assets themselves. Say, maybe we pay a little bit more than everybody else, and then we get a 10% stake into the actual thing. Then when, after five years, not only do we own the return in finance, but we also have got a share into those things. It means we will actually make sure they work. So the, the, the number one thing is it's, it's a legal question more than anything, right? Um, we're governed in this country by FSB, and that doesn't make it easy. Uh, there's about 12 collective investment scheme licenses in the entire country. Um, what we've done with the People's Fund is allow people to be able to participate economically without having to register 3,000 things, right? We've got very few competitors in the return market. Uh, one of our competitors is a very good friend of some of the people uh, I work with, right? And it, it, it's, it's a mission uh, when you start offering equity on a public platform. Um, there are monopolies there. So we're offering assets. That's the number one thing. And you don't want to play the equity game. It gets tedious and complicated. What, what we also believe is that equity is a delusion, right? We could be wrong here, right? Um, the, the bigger thing is what's my return, right? So you can own 50% of something that's not doing anything. <laughs> Steinhoff, right? Or you could own the returns that when that business is doing well. That's the thing. I just want to add something that I picked up and when, when the team came up with the, with the Browns and stock file and why it made sense for me. When we looked at the trends of what's happening on the, on the TPF platform, the investors, majority of them, there's a clear class, white middle-aged in suburbs that are buying out like 
Um, Mokhadi is going to tell you a bit about her business and how things are happening. Ask the same people who are complaining about the fact that we can't participate. We are not taking the action. And I was guilty at the time myself. So I had to start looking at myself first before I can even complain about anybody as an organizer of this and say, how much of my own back pocket is in this? So that it makes sense. Because then if, if the, the asset that, is, that we've invested in is not making sense or the business is, is not performing, I'm also affected with my own pocket. The problem here is I think we tend to talk too much up to things as opposed to participating so that we can actually have a voice that matters in, in what we are doing. So it's, it's something that I'd like to encourage you on where also when Luanda was talking about, rather let me put it this way. Tubanele, I heard you um, asking about the animal farm situation. Yes, my brother. Key thing is, the invitation here is for you to participate. First by joining as a member, but most importantly, once you've joined, don't sit back and expect miracles to happen. Join in the committees. We need the minds here. For us, what, in terms of what we are doing here, for THAD, it's about organizing the community and making sure that people are here. But THAD could not go beyond that. For THAD, it was just about, let's network, let's, let's have these great ideas. So we shared them, people share ideas, people pitch, people get onto radio and TV and get everywhere else, and it's exciting. But bam, you hit a wall. There's no funding. So this is why we're doing this. But the beauty of it, cooperative, in fact, it's a global phenomenon. It's not even a South African thing. It's equal. It's about equality. But if you do not participate, majority of people do not participate. And that is up to you. You are guilty if you do not participate. You must put your hand up and say, I want to be in the audit committee, in the risk committee, or whatever. So that you can make sure that the investment that you have put into what you are doing makes sense. And you can hold everybody else accountable. Otherwise, Animal Farm will thrive. Thank you. I actually have two questions. The first question is, how do you do the selection for the companies that you'll be investing in? Because there are three categories, and I'm sure there'll be criteria that should be met so that the investor's money can be used sufficiently. The second one, um, he mentioned that the, the whole idea is to have a blockchain system, which is very impressive because it will be moving with technology. But I just want to find out on the regulation and the certainty issues around governing of the blockchains. Thank you. Okay, so I'll answer the selection criteria. So what we do with, let's start with the People's Fund, right? So what we currently do, and that can be borrowed into the system for the bank, is we currently sit down with the entrepreneurs, each one of them. They hate me because I make them sit with their financials and we model their entire business. And we extract where the value actually is, right? That's, that's what we do before they even get on the platform. We've had over 600 applications. I'm sure you saw that thing. We've only had nine campaigns live because the first objective is to protect the investor's money as much as possible. But you are investing in small businesses, right? So it's a moving... What we do is we look at a company that's got a demand greater than the capacity they currently have to fulfill. That's, that's the sweet spot for us. You've got a demand greater than the capacity you could fulfill. Right? Native Norsi, as an example, could never fill demand because she lacked beehives that could create the honey. That's the first objective, right? And then we model the financials, and then we sit. We've actually got two sets of auditors. We've got internal auditors for the People's Fund, and we've got external auditors, which you can find on the, on the platform. And then we also sit with lawyers as well. Um, 
so that this thing is run properly. Uh, this pass, you know. Um, that's that's the first thing. And then secondly, around the blockchain, it's a suggestion. Um, first and foremost, it's a suggestion because it offer, the technology offers an opportunity to remove the human element in functioning of things. Right? It's still gonna evolve. That technology is only six years old. Um, it's still going to evolve. By the time we incorporate the bank, there will, should be uh, developments that allow us to be able to use the technology. I hope that explains it. That was your question because it's banking. Oh, thank you. Sanbona. Um, I quite like what you guys are doing. I see a lady from Tanzania and then ladies from Namibia, which is a good thing. Um, I quite like what you guys are doing, and I think it's, it's about time for us to actually start doing this. Gunini, Gunini will always be, uh, be working for Abelung. And Abelung, you know what, let me just stop it. Yeah. But <laughs> it's about time and actually take, take back our country. This is our country. It's, I think it's cut said. So I don't, I, I don't actually don't have a question. I just want to say, Guti, let's, let me, end is inside. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. We need to be doing this for ourselves. Every day. For me and you. Um, hello. Um, I'm with Willa. Um, first to congratulate the initiators. Oh, okay. Give with Willa. Um, I want to first congratulate everyone who's initiated this entire process. Um, it's amazing. Big up to you guys. We are very excited. Well, I'm excited. So my question is, uh, do you guys have a cap on the number of members you would want on the cooperative bank? Or, oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay then, okay. Or is it about the amount, like, Maybe to start a cooperative bank, you need 10 million, so it's about getting to that amount and stopping. So there's no cap number of members, but we do have a target in our head over the next five years of 1.2 billion. That's our target. That translates to 100,000 people contributing 100 rand per month and then getting a return on TPF. 1.2 billion. What, was billion? Um, Pakiso, I'm gonna hurt you. Uh, we're being pressed for time. We'll take this one question, but then, okay, just two, but then can everyone post their questions either on the third page, Brown Sense page, or the People's Fund page, and we'll try to respond to it. Hi, my name is Martin. Um, I represent a group of companies that are based in 19 African countries. Um, the question I have um, for the people who are outside of South Africa, right? <laughs> how do we get involved? How do we spend our 100 rand or our 100 dollars or whatever it is? Okay. I think take the next one, Gus, and then we'll answer both of them. Sir. Bonani? Uh, yeah. Sanem Mputi. Uh, I'm going to suggest that within your committee you also look at someone that is going to focus on partnerships. Partnerships means people like us who fight for e-paza. I heard someone saying this is not as paza. 
If his parser did not have value, you would not have a pick and pay forming a parser. I don't know if you get that. As you and I speak right now, we have been able to lobby the post office as well as the SASA. From this year, 2018, 10 billion rands worth of Himali that is going to SASA beneficiaries must also go through EPASA. So I'd like to extend a hand to you know, the powers that be here. But you can be part of the movement that is happening. That means we, for the first time, are going to be, get a slide, to be getting a slice of what ECPS has been enjoying for the past five years. ECPS made one billion rand profit in five years. And Tina, through EPASA, we are now getting a slice of that. So that is one partnership I'd like to propose to yourself. The second one is we work with a formation of big retailers, ranging from your mass mart, your pick and pay, etc., etc., etc. Those that uh, may have seen me on Facebook, you'd have picked up what we said. We are looking for a lot of products that believe they are ready to go on the shelves, a pick and pay on the shelves, a shop right, etc., etc. Because that is the revolution that we've been always left out of. And uh, in conclusion, I'm only saying what we are more than happy to be able to extend a hand to a brown sense. I've spoken to a tepo, uh from a stockfeller previously. But for us to be able to make sure that every pick and pay starts having more brown sense products, we've got a funding from the Department of Small Business we work with a group called the Consumer Goods Council, which is headed by Gareth Ackerman. But I'm saying, every pick and pay, every shop right that operates within our township must start carrying Brown Sands products. Thank you. All right. Um, at least I don't stand here and just smile. I'll answer the two questions and then we close off. All right. So let's start Ngipas. I think what's important is that every one of us here grew up in Spaz around the corner. Um, I used to buy Spaz, I belong to Spaz all the time, so we appreciate Spaz. And I think Ulianda probably was just trying to make sure that you guys understand that we wanna think bigger than just stop at one section. I think Spaz are perhaps the distribution that could come on board. So we welcome any conversations and any partnership or any collaboration. I think it is a cooperative bank, so please um, bring your suggestions and, um, and let's have a, a conversation and tea. Um, with regards to um, uh, going around the rest of the continent, the concept Stockfells is not only for South Africa, it's everywhere in the continent. Um, we just call it Stockfells, they call it so many things around the continent. How do we get other countries um, part of this journey? I think the, in, the, the challenge is because of these things called borders, there's what we call remittance, there's what we call regulation, and the best way to get out of that is through example, a blockchain, a Bitcoin, all of the technologies. That's why we're looking at that specific uh, technology to say, okay, how can we get funding from outside with less regulations and red tape? arguably, and that's what Bitcoin, that's why we're looking at your blockchain approach from that perspective. Um, yeah, I think I've answered the two questions. Uh, any other questions, please post online, um, as um, Leander has said. Good stuff. Um, just to add on the distribution thing, um, the pick and pay is always gonna be, is it Ackerman, Ackerman owned? So 
we are, there's a gentleman in this room who I'll bring in up later, who I'm gonna introduce. Um, and they are working on bringing choppies down so that we have a black owned distribution channel across the country. So we're gonna fix that as well, all of us. Give him a round of applause, guys. My student needs something. He told me I must say something, but I forgot. Please tell them, dude. Like, Linda, you need to do it. Tell okay. <laughs> Can I get everyone, just once, loudly, to say itli ipacho? Ah ah, itli ipacho. Network Radio. Let's connect.